Are you ready to know what you don't know about Privacy Pros? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast by KZN Privacy Experts. The podcast to launch, progress and excel your career as a Privacy Pro. Hear about the latest news and developments in the world of privacy. Discover fascinating insights from leading global privacy professionals. And hear real stories and top tips from the people who've been where you want to get to. We're an official IAPP training partner. We've trained people in over 137 countries and counties. So, whether you're thinking about starting a career in data privacy, or you're an experienced professional, this is the podcast for you. And welcome to the Privacy Pros Academy podcast. My name is Jamila and I am your podcast host. With me today as my co-host is Ananya Patel, who is a CIPPE Certified Data Privacy Analyst at KZN Privacy Experts. Welcome, Ananya. Thank you for being here for your very first podcast. Hi, Jamila. It's nice to be on this podcast for the first time with Tahir. Our guest today is Tahir Chowdhury, who is a graduate of the Privacy Pros Academy. Prior to joining the Academy, he had no real knowledge of data privacy, He'd never had a salary-based job and was always self-employed. He didn't have a real CV, he had never applied for a job and never had a job interview. But now, since going through the Academy, he is CIPPE certified and has an amazing career as a data protection manager. And we will hear more about that later. Welcome, Tahir. Hi, Jamila. Hi, Nanya. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem. We're excited to talk to you. So as we always do on the Privacy Pros Academy podcast, we're going to start off with an icebreaker question. And since it is a three-day weekend here in the UK this weekend, how are you going to spend your bank holiday? I think we're probably just going to go to the beach. I've got my daughter. We're about 10 for 20 minute drive to about five, yeah. six different beaches. So yeah, we'll do one each day. I Which one are you going to go to? Probably Exmouth. Even I though, like Exmouth, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. you've been next to us also, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like Exmouth. I like Dawlish as well. Yeah, like Dawlish is cool. And Anya, is it a bank holiday in India? It is not. Oh. <laughs> well, how are you spending your weekend anyway? I'm actually relocating, so that's where my weekends are going. I'm packing. Oh, nice. packing. Where are yeah. you relocating to? Within the city in Bangalore. Okay. Nice. Well, I hope it goes well. I myself will be spending the weekend cleaning my kitchen. (laughs) Right. So let's get on to our privacy questions. So Tahir, what first sparked your interest in privacy? I suppose I've got to go back to what I started work when I was about 10 years old in the restaurant industry. And I went through the whole helping, learning, actually running the business. By the time I was 30, I learned a lot, but I had enough. There's too much work, 20-hour days for months on end without days off. And it just wasn't working. So I just thought I'd knock it on the head, I'll leave it there and I'll find something else. So I got into taxiing, which was so easy. I thought it was the easiest job in the world. You sit there, you just drive around, you chat to people, you make money, you get a bit of value as well from sitting for too long. But it didn't really use your brain, I suppose, if that's even a word. I like problems. I like problem solving. And the only problems I was solving is uh, which exit to go around roundabouts and stuff like that. I think it was last September I was on Facebook. I'm never on Facebook, but for some reason I just was. Um, mm-hmm. I saw a post with um, Fires Chowdhury, who's my cousin, and he was on this very podcast. And I thought, that's very cool. I, I thought I'd want to listen and see, just listen to what 
he's got to yeah. take. And I was very impressed. I was very proud of what, what he went through and it showed me what is possible for me to do. Um, if he's done if he's done that I must be able to get sort of close to what he's done and I just started talking to him asking what how does everything work what do I need to do I told my missus about it she's like why have you not started already (laughs) yeah that's how I sparked my interest in the privacy when was this last year last year in September yeah you've in one year you've come a full circle to being on the podcast and recording this today oh yeah yeah less than a year So listeners, if any of you are listening and want to be on the podcast, you could in a year. Like, What is it that pushed you to take the first step to contact PPA and to start your journey? I just wanted to do it. After listening to the podcast, it's something yeah. I wanted to do because I've never had that kind of mindset or the opportunity to get in something like this into a professional yeah. environment without any, I suppose, any skill in privacy, any experience, any qualification. Mm. He got an amazing career. I thought... Mm. Maybe it's possible for me to do. I'm going to try. Yeah. Why not? Did you have any like doubts before starting PPA? Were you thinking hmm, maybe privacy is not for me? What were your thoughts then? No. As soon as I knew I wanted to do it, I just wanted to do it. When okay. I put my mind to do something, I will, I will try and do it. So um, there's no hesitation. When you do decide, you know, I want to get into privacy, the first logical step for people is to get certified because it's the easiest way to get into the job market. But what prompted you to go for the accelerator program? Because the most popular choice that people do uh, you know, is the CIPPE certification. So they get trained for it and then they go and take the exam and they get certified. What made you think, you know what, I actually should go for the accelerator program? I just saw what fires went through. And I thought, I need that extra training. I need to go through practically what he's gone through and learn how he's learned. Because I don't have any experience in privacy. I don't even, I didn't know much at all about what privacy is. So, yeah, I just dive straight in. Okay. I just I want to tell everybody who's listening and watching that when I first met Tahir, and that was when you were already enrolled, and that was our first call with each other, I think it was the onboarding call. And believe me, Tahir did not have a LinkedIn account. We were discussing how to structure an email. And we were pushing him that, you know, you need to start posting on LinkedIn. We need to work on your personal brand. We need to work on your credibility. So set up a LinkedIn account. And that is him. The first time he posted, he had no display picture. He got it shot professionally. And today, at this point in time, when I see him posting, there's like all of the top people in the industry commenting and engaging with his posts, but they're engaging as equals. It's not a, you know, oh, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. It's it's more like they're engaging in interesting discussions and there's thoughts. And it's so, it's A, intimidating at how far he has come in the short span of time, but B, so heartwarming and inspiring that... I, I usually actually got um, emotional when he landed that job. So I just want to say that's where he was. And that is the journey he's had in one uh, year. I don't think I've seen anything like that. Thank you. Thank you, Nadia. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. Would you be able to tell us a bit more about the academy and the program you went through? What did you most benefit from? The starting, uh, the first session we had was actually in London. Mm-hmm. Like that was our first, because I knew it was going to be online, but we all came into London. It was cool to meet everyone. And Anya, I didn't actually know you were in the group yet. I just saw you because you were a Zoom, you zoomed in or something, and we saw a beach background. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like okay, 
I didn't fully understand. Yeah, that was the first session with Jamal. He went on about mindset, but when he spoke about, I've never thought about mindset, but when he spoke about fixed mindsets and growth mindsets, mm-hmm. it blew my mind. I never knew. Because um, I thought my bubble was here and there's a massive world outside. I did not think of it like that. Because I wasn't a fixed mindset, but to become a growth mindset, to have that positivity, that was my favourite lesson. I think. In general, the mindset is something that we do focus on on the accelerator program. But I saw that it had this uh, profound impact on you, especially what you mentioned about the growth and uh, fixed mindset. Because Jumala, you won't believe, he used to at first put himself down and say, you know, I, I'm coming from no knowledge. I have um, no background, so teach me everything. And that's good. That's a good approach to have. But the reason Jamal would ob- object to his words is, you know, don't say, I don't know it. Say, I don't know it yet. Yet. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good shift in your mindset because it, it puts into your mind that you will know it someday. You will be able to get there. And Tahir is a testament to that. 100%. Oh my God, three months. Three months. He's coming in and telling us, oh, you know what? You needed to do this. You needed to do that. Yeah. Jamal, he always said, like, just take a step forward. I think in the group, I knew the least. But mm-hmm. I wanted to do the most. I wanted to be like the first one to get and do the sippy, do the exam. I probably yeah. was going to fail, but I thought let's just do it. And, and somehow I passed. I don't know how I passed, but I did pass. Wow. So you passed your sippy first time? First time. I think we didn't really start until end of November. Yeah. So really just, just over two months. Yeah. I learned. It's just the way Jamal teaches it. And I just went through. We didn't even finish the course. So I think we're halfway through. Tahir, talk to me about the changes you went through, came in a different person and then you left a completely different person. What changed, whether it was your schedule, whether it was, I know journaling came in between, I know there were a lot of podcasts, I know there were masterclasses. Just give uh, our listeners an idea of what it is like to just go through those three months and what, how you change at the end of it. First, like I said, the mindset was the biggest thing. That's if you've You've got to be positive. You've got to have a, a growth mindset. I've never been in a professional environment. When I mean like I've never been, I've never been anything like that. I'm using things like I've never really used calendars. I know people use calendars, but I've never used calendars like making meetings and stuff like that. I remember Jamal showed two of us maybe on. Everyone else had other plans during Christmas. Um, he just showed us his schedule of what he was doing. Um, there's other qualifications that he's going for. This is how he sets his time out. Um, he wakes up in the morning, he does this for this amount of time, does the next thing. And I thought, wow, that's a really cool way to do things. If I organise myself, I actually get more time in my day. And that's what yeah. i done. I was able to break it down, a lot of revision. So, Ananya, am I right in thinking that on the programme there's kind of like five stages? Um, we've already spoken about mindset. Is knowledge another one? Can you go into a bit more detail about what the other ones are, just in case anyone listening you know, wants to know more about it. So um, the Accelerator program was actually designed by Jamal after, you know, he found out, I mean, he's been in the industry for a long time and he's figured out what works and what doesn't. And Mm -hmm. after that, he's put together this elaborate program, which if you ask me, it really covers every single aspect of your professional life, whether it's to do with your mindset, whether it's to do with your outward projection or your conceptual clarity, all of it. Like Tahir said, mindset is one of the first things that we tackle because if you don't believe that you deserve the results, you're probably not going to get them. 
you'd be surprised how many how many people have that kind of blockage where they have that fixed mindset or some version of it, some degree of it so we first try to work on that um and then there's a lot of other things we, we get into communication we get into interpersonal skills we get into a lot of uh, mindset based stuff but then after that we actually dive into your theoretical uh, things that you're supposed to know your conceptual clarity are you able to uh, understand the full uh, the complete foundation of everything you need to know the intricacies and then we get into your certificate of course because we do need to get you certified we have a goal um we get you certified and then the fourth thing is we actually work in your practical experience the thing is the certificate yes it teaches you a lot of um, stuff the syllabus yeah. but it doesn't really touch on things like privacy notices uh or ropas or impact assessments so these are these are things that you will be doing day in and day out yeah uh if you are a privacy professional and the entire goal of the accelerator program is to get you uh to come in and hit the ground running when mm-hmm. you actually come your role so the, there's no guesswork allowed there's no you know i don't know how to do this i still have to learn i still have to figure it out you're actually going in armed with everything you need from day one and so that's the practical experience space that we work on which is we actually explain and teach you how to do each one of these things finally you have personal branding because it's very important um that people know who you are yeah. like if you're doing things in silent there's this thing you know somebody said to me if you can't show it you haven't done it yes yeah you know you'd cool. be surprised uh, 70% of the more meaningful jobs are not even available on job boards and tahir will probably tell you that he's been uh, contacted inbound with yeah. opportunities and that's what we do we position you in such a way that mm-hmm. people who are looking at your profile understand a that you're passionate about privacy b that you're competent in it and see they want to offer you um yeah. opportunities by themselves and that's the personal branding aspect wow So Tahir um and Anya spoke a little bit about um the practical side of things so ropers and uh data privacy notices and things like that is that something that you are now finding really useful in in your line of work Definitely Yeah all the stuff that we've gone through is the basics going through even what we thought is the basics other people who've gone who are privacy professionals as well they don't think it's basic they think it's very high level but I think it's uh, these just basic skills yeah. you need to have going to privacy notice privacy notice was a fun <laughs> that was actually really fun i sound so geeky but it was really fun doing the ropers i loved going through the ropers because it's just asking questions i saw um uh, sharan going through how you should ask questions and the kind of tonality you need to have and that's what i'm seeing at the moment you got to have that kind of tonality you got to cultivate that trust and build that confidence otherwise people don't open up you got to know those ma- the basics yeah definitely and with the um branding linkedin are you receiving more job offers uh through linkedin are you inundated i'm getting a fair amount of job offers but, mm-hmm. but you're happy with where you are i love that here i'd know i never thought I'd, i'd be in this kind of position yeah but i am and i'm very grateful uh, yeah. so yeah it's it's literally possible it's nothing that i've not done anything amazing it's just i've put the time and gone through what jamal he's told i'm not supposed to told us to he's questioned us to do yeah and yeah yeah I, that's how i've got here so you know what actually uh one observation i want to make 
is Tahir is the one person in the entire program, and I was in the program with him, so I know firsthand, um, the one person who would do everything Jamal says. Every single thing. If Jamal would say, breathe, he would breathe. <laughs> and so it was like he got those results. If you look at the other people, they're still getting those results, but you have, you've already reached there. You're a data protection manager. What did you do right? And where do you think you would have been if you hadn't followed every single thing Jamal said? I don't think I would have even maybe passed um, qualified. I don't think I would have got a career in privacy. It would have, maybe I might have, but it would, it would have taken a lot longer to do. Um, like people take years just to become a privacy and data privacy analyst. To get a managerial position, that's even a few more years. Mm-hmm. And I've, I was able to do it in six months. But it's not just down to me. It's down to people having confidence in me. And, yeah, they put the trust in me to do it. So, yeah. So, Tahir, what is the main difference? Maybe looking back to a year ago, what your life was like then compared to how your life is now, what are kind of the main differences that you're feeling? My life wasn't structured before. Mm-hmm. Spending time with the family, it wasn't... Because it used to be a lot of night work. Yeah. Like evenings and nights, so it was... And sleeping during the days and things like mm-hmm. that. It just wasn't nice. My my wife vouched that it wasn't nice. And, and, and just, you have a daughter, so did you miss out on time with her? I did. I missed out on a lot of time with her. Mm. Um, and that's not something I wanted to do, but I had to do because yeah. you've got to work. And now I've got so much time. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how I thought taxing was easy. But yeah. this is, people may say it's not easy, but for me, I find it so easy and so interesting. It's because I'm Engaged. actually loving my job. Yeah. Um, um, like doing DPIAs, going through ropers. It's really fun. And I I get to have breaks in between. It's down to me. As long as I get the tasks done, no one's on my back. No yeah. one's going to say, like the culture of the company is probably one of the best cultures. Even yeah. we've got our DPO who's, um, he's said out of eight, 80 different companies he's consulted for, this mm-hmm. is probably one of the best companies that have the that has the culture. Everyone backs you. Yeah, I remember you telling me one day that when you uh, got your job, that you mentioned K-anonymization, something that we learned when we were studying about pseudonymization and anonymization. And your DPO said that, you know, I wasn't aware of that, that kind of depth. And he was kind of impressed by you for knowing that. I thought it was an interview. That was an interview. Okay, okay. Um, They were were impressed (laughs) because I even, yeah, a lot of people think anonymization... And pseudo, they don't even know the word pseudonymization. I didn't know the word. Yeah, and knowing what K value is or how you, that's the measurement of how anonymized data is. Yeah, something um, very high level, I'd say, but it's just something. How did that uh, feel to, you know, walk into an interview and teach the interviewer something that they didn't know? But it felt good. Um, even now, in my work that I'm doing now, yeah. it's about teaching. Before, I would have said teaching is so boring. It's not something I could do. But teaching about data privacy because you have to teach you have to the whole organization when you speak to um stakeholders you're teach you're basically you're the main person who knows about data privacy in the room usually you're going to be the main person so you've got to teach them and let them know what they need to do um because you need to give them the tools as well it's not just yourself there's so much you can do Uh, what else do you do in your day-to-day role tahir um my main role um 
is around um, the records of processing activities. Okay. But every day is different. I was called Columbo the other day. From, <laughs> I'm not sure if anyone remembers what who Columbo the, is. The detective. Yeah, the detective. I love that show, yeah. <laughs> I used to love that show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, our DPO just said, yeah, you're like Columbo. You show you don't know much, but you actually know more. More um, than you let on. Yeah. And you can find out so much. And I've, that's what I do. I'm finding out how the company works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Try and um, do, I suppose, gap analysis and find, um, ma- making everything more mature in privacy, I suppose. You've said a lot of good things about uh, the program, Tahir. Uh, what were the challenges? What did you, you know, find difficult about the program? Like, this is just something that I'm having to, like, what did you find and how did you overcome it? Uh, there's nothing I really found bad about it. There's nothing. Um, yeah. I can't say anything bad about it because I've got to where I am because of what I went through. So there's nothing bad I could say. Wow. Would, would you say that are any challenges? There are definitely, the whole program is a challenge. Um, yes. For you to learn and not just like, not just go through each chapter, learn each thing. You have to go very in depth and Jamal just makes it easy peasy. I know you always say easy peasy, but he does. Everyone, whoever's in the cohort, Everyone will vouch that that's what he does. He just yeah. makes it easy. easy. I, I think that's really testament to the programme, to everyone that works on the programme, that there's nothing bad about it. I mean, it's challenging, as as any other kind of learning programme would be, but that you, you've only got good things to say about it, which is amazing. What would you say to somebody uh, who is in the position that you were in in September? What would you say to them? Well, a lot of people say they don't know what to do. They don't have a motivation or an aim, a target. I mean, if you don't try something, you won't really know. That's the first thing. Yeah. But if you know what you want to do, you can take action. There's a, a book I was reading, and I can't remember who it was, but he said that if you tell someone to do press-ups, now there'll be, there's two kinds of people. If there's one person, they'll be like, mm, how am I going to put my arms? Is, is it too far forwards? Mm-hmm. Um, um, is my back right? Is the floor dirty? Is it You're just going to think of all kinds of things not to do it. And the person that who literally can just do one press-up, however they do it, and do it every day, he by one month, he would have progressed so much and the other person just would be waiting. Yeah. Nothing, nothing would progress. So you need to take action, whatever it is, even if it's small, even it's like one uh, percent a day, just yeah. be better. That's what you need to do, and you can. Everything's skill, like well, just about everything's skill. But all the skills are learnable. Any yeah. skills learnable. Like it's nothing. If you want to become a doctor, a astronaut, anything, literally, you just got to learn the skills. Yeah. Just how long it's going to take you? Yeah. So Tahir, um, the new cohort that we have for the accelerator program i just want you to know that every single one of them looks up to you i think they've connected with you already and they're already talking to you but if they haven't they've seen your post they've seen the work that you've done on webinars and they see how you're networking with everybody and let me just tell you they come and they tell me i want to be like tahir can you do that for me can you make me a tahir yes so i just want to uh, ask you um, very candidly, as to somebody who is your contemporary, what are your three tips for somebody who is already on the program uh, or they're thinking about it, but for them to get the results that you did, what did you do right and what three things should they do? The first thing they, I would say to do is 
whatever is being told by Jamal, go through the steps, however silly it sounds. I mean, I thought I was never on LinkedIn. That's the first time I was on LinkedIn. But um, going through, just do what Jamal says. Everything <laughs> you can, do it and do it the best you can. Because if you put your time and effort into it, you will come out the other side with what you didn't even know you could do. So, yeah, that's the first thing, I suppose. The second thing in the community, because there's different, um, like, WhatsApp, Signal communities, um, mm-hmm. with other privacy professionals, it's all safe environments. Ask questions. You, you're not going to be the only one that has that question. So ask questions, get yourself known, and people will answer. Everyone's really friendly. I, I don't know how it works out, but all privacy professionals seem to be friendly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And the third thing, don't, uh, you should plan your time out a lot better, I'd say. Yeah. Because if you, whatever it is you want to do, have the goals, but you need not just the goals, you need to have a system of how you're going to do it. So put that time in the morning, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to put an hour in to revise, I'm going to do whatever it is next. Um, literally just go step by step, but put the time in, whatever you need to do, put the time in and when someone says, oh, I'm too busy to do this, it's not really you're too busy. It's because you don't prioritise the academy more than whatever it is you can do. So it depends what your priorities are. Yeah. And, and it's, it's a short 12-week kind of intense and the outcome that you get from it is so huge. So it's worth kind of putting your all into those 12 weeks. 100%. And it's not even uh, prioritizing the academy. I think it's prioritizing yourself. The most important investment you can make is in yourself. If you're not going to take out the time, we're not going to come to your house, force you to study. You have to stick to that schedule, put in that work, and see what happens when you do. Yeah. Something on investing in yourself, 100% you should invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, If you think you're going to put, I don't know, 10,000 pounds into some stocks and shares and stuff, I'm telling you, put that £10,000 into training, whatever it is you want to do, put it into yourself, you'll make way more. And if you think it's a lot of money, let's say £10,000, think about the money you would have lost if a year down the line if you didn't do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah don't yeah. people shouldn't worry about money. Well, you should worry about money. <laughs> but you're saying... To do what it is you want to do. Yeah, and... I think that's interesting, especially with kind of the economic situation we're all in. But it's definitely, it's always going to be worth it to better yourself, to further your career. Last question for you, Tahir. Where do you see yourself in five to ten years? I'm not sure. Um, Because I'm in an in-house environment at the moment, which is really cool. Consulting is very cool, but maybe some sort of consulting firm or um, maybe... I'd travel, maybe go to like Dubai and stuff. Maybe the field. Yeah, just go around the world. I'd love to see other areas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, maybe something like that. Amazing. And Anya, do you have any last questions for Tahir? I just, I, I just like to ask for our audiences. You know, if somebody wants to get in touch with you and just ask you about your experience or you know, ask you for some tips, how do they do that? Just find me on LinkedIn, um, yep. Cloudry, just type it in. I hope it comes up um, and I'm more than happy to connect because back in November, I had no connections, no followers. I didn't know anyone. Yep. And nine months down the line, I've got over a thousand connections, wow. more than a thousand followers. And 
it just seems it just keeps building and it's your network is your net worth so yeah amazing right well we can link your linkedin profile below thank you so much for joining us on the privacy pros academy podcast tahir thank you very much jamela thank you and nanya thank you tahir if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe like and share so you're notified when a new episode is released remember to join the privacy pros academy facebook group where we answer your questions Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're leaving with some great things that will add value on your journey as a world-class privacy pro. Please leave us a four or five-star review. And if you'd like to appear on a future episode of our podcast, or have a suggestion for a topic you'd like to hear more about, please send an email to team at kzient.co.uk. Until next time, peace be with you.